What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad McBoom, and with me tonight is... Nathan. April. We also have a guest playing along with us, Videolander Rachel Planiga, and we will see if she changes tonight's outcome. Sound good? Sounds good. Hey. Sounds good. All right. And before we get started, I want to remind everyone that you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude, which means we are uncensored, so please proceed with caution. Also, spoiler alert, we're going to spoil the movies we're talking about tonight, so if you don't want them ruined, pause the episode and come back later. Nathan, we might have some new listeners tonight. How do the Golden Idols work? Well, the Golden Idols are essentially awards, right? So we're going to go through each one of these movies sort of category by category. Uh, best location, best character, uh, best scene. And we're going to give them uh, Golden Idols, or points, basically, on uh, whichever one we think deserves it. At the end of the night, whichever film has the most Golden Idols is our Golden Idol winner. All right, April, what movies did we watch, and how do they stack up against each other? All right, so we watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974, the original. <laughs> Um, it has a running time of an hour and 23 minutes, Rotten Tomato score of 89%, IMDb score of 7.4, cast including Marilyn Burns as Sally, Gunnar Hansen as Leatherface, Paul Parton as Franklin Hardesty, John Dugan as the Grandpa, and the director of, hopefully I say this right, Tobe Hooper? Toby. It is Toby. I've been Toby. saying Toby. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it is Toby. Sorry about that. All right, Toby Hooper. Couldn't know. I didn't know. All right, and our second film that we compared was House of a Thousand Corpses from 2003 with a running time really close of one hour and 28 minutes, a Rotten Tomatoes score of 21%, IMDb of 6.0 uh, with the cast of Aaron Daniels, William Forsyth, Sid Haig, Karen Black, Dennis Fimple, Chris Hardwick. Uh, Rain Wilson, Harrison Young, Sherry Moon, and directed by Rob Zombie. Chris Hardwick of The Walking, The Talking Dead. The Talking the Dead, talking the dead. MTV talking dating dead. show with Jenny McCarthy back in the day. He's everywhere nowadays. I totally forgot he was in this until I started watching yeah. it. Exactly, that's what I yeah. said. Yeah. Hey, Chris, what's Chris I was Hardwick? Like, is that Chris Hardwick? <laughs> what? And what's the, you just said his name, the guy from The Office? Uh, Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson. Yeah, uh, yeah. My daughter was like, that's the, uh, that's, the, guy that's from the, the office, office guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dwight. You know? And you Dwight didn't even Cruz. know Toby Hooper. We're gonna get a rot. We're gonna get a tomato thrown at this podcast. So I didn't know how to say his name, but I do know that he's directed a number of great horror movies. He's an influential director. I, I mean, maybe we'll get into that tonight. <laughs> we'll so find out. You know what, Brad? Help uh, me understand. So one of these movies is an eighty. You're putting an eighty-nine percent up against a twenty-one percent. What are you thinking, yeah. Brad? I mean, IMDb <laughs> was a lot closer. They Seven point four and six point zero. So yeah, what's up with the Rotten Tomatoes Yeah, I've score? wanted to do this for a while. I've talked about this for three, four years. And I wanted to see if a rotten movie could defeat a classic. Or I think a that, highly scored. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds like a fun <clears throat> pregame to our Rotten Halloween episode. Yeah. What do you think? Because every year we do a Rotten Halloween, or you and a, a bunch of people do a Rotten Halloween. I've done a couple of them. Um, now I think it's a good precursor to see if Rotten can 
Because oftentimes rotten movies are underrated, in my opinion. And, Sometimes they and are. highly rated movies are overrated. And highly rated movies <laughs> yes, are, are definitely overrated. Bob Roberts. <laughs> I, I think are. Which we might get but, to when we talk about the quotes from various sources on social media. So I think though, we have talked so we have talked about this behind the scenes for, for a while. Um, and I think this is this is the episode to do that kind of a thing with. These movies are super so they have the same bones. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're 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 very similar films. One is very influenced by the other, so like, yeah, this is absolutely this is this is the one you would do, right? Yep. This is yeah. so just to to piggyback off that one when I was doing some research for different things, um, for the uninitiated, this is what is a quote from uh, one of the websites I was reading on. It said, "House of a Thousand Corpses is Texas Chainsaw Massacre on acid." Okay. We could go into more detail. I I'll agree just, with that. I'll just leave that and let it linger. So I okay. agree. They are very similar. There's a lot of similar bones. Both place take place in Texas. Both are going and get stranded in the middle of nowhere, etc. So it's got a creepy lot of houses. Very, creepy, creepy houses, houses crazy, yeah. crazy families, yeah. fucked up rednecks. Like, yeah, they go back. They go back to the to the shop basically, yes. only to find out the person at the shop is also evil. Yeah, the gas you know, station. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both set in Texas. One selling right? chicken. Yeah, yeah. One selling barbecue. Yeah. Like a lot of similarities. Little minor differences. We'll see how they stack up to but each But let other. me be clear. There was a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre fans that told me what they thought of this versus. Oh, yeah. They weren't very friendly. No. Oh, do yeah. we want to get into the quotes? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Okay. We'll I'll say we'll one, though. One person right. told me House of a Thousand Corpses is um, the Wish version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, oh, how sad is that? Okay. Another one told me uh, the poll was like choosing cake or death. <laughs> And they pushed Texas Chainsaw. So a lot of Texas well, Chainsaw Massacre fans Well, 89% to 21, man. Yeah. I mean. But I say let's give House of a Thousand Corpses a fair shot. Let them eat cake. Right? Ooh. Let them eat cake. We'll see what happens. And real quick, to plug next month's episode, my favorite episode of the year. Nathan, what is a um, a rotten Halloween? Rotten Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Rotten Halloween is an AV classic. How many how many episodes have we done now? How six fifty? No, no, no. How many Rotten Halloween? Oh, uh, this is the fifth one. So five. So this will be five years. Basically, okay. we, we take all of the movies in Rotten Halloween are horror movies that are considered rotten by Rotten Tomatoes. So that's under what percentage? Sixty. Under sixty nine. Yeah. Right. Fifty nine and under. Sixty's fresh. So they have to be considered rotten. And, and these are some good movies. A lot of the time, Children of the Corn. You know what I mean? Like classics. We're talking about some of the ones coming up this year that are like, man, I consider that to be a very good movie. But there's something I think. How, rotten Halloween is great because I think when you think of rotten of Halloween, and horror movies. You expect a little bit of schlock, and like yeah. you expect some over the top bad acting, and what it comes along Tropes with it. And, yeah. yeah, it's it's all. It they don't have to be a good movie. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a fun part of entertainment. The, sometimes yes. bad movies time. are fun. Yes, yeah. most yeah. of the time bad movies are fun. Yeah. So we chose five movies for okay. our rotten Halloween. Okay, so let's talk about that lineup before we get into tonight's podcast. Nate, what movie did you choose? I'm picking. Phantoms, dude. Phantoms. Fucking Phantoms, bro. I read Phantoms when I... So the movie came out, like, was it 98? Not sure. I was... I looked it up before. I was 14 years old when the movie came out, so I read the book when I was 12 or 13. Okay. I thought it was super cool because I'm a fucking dumb kid, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, Dean Koontz is scary as fuck. But, and, like, when the movie when the movie came out, even I was like, damn, this sucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I haven't seen it since then. I am dying to go back and watch this so movie. So to sum again. it up, Ooh. what's it about? Like uh, one or two seconds. Oh fuck, man! Uh, they, it is an evil virus, they, right? They, is it? They, it's they an go evil this, spirit. Yeah, they go to this town and like the whole town is like disappeared, mm-hmm. and they. I think they think it's a virus at first, and they, but I think it ends up being kind of a biblical spirit or COVID something. COVID on a demonic oh, presence. Yes. COVID dude. on acid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Okay, dude. and that is I have it pulled up thirteen percent rotten. That's low, dude. That yeah. is low. So what is Rachel nominating? Which Rachel is your wife? Rachel is okay, my wife. So what is she nominating? Rachel is nominating thirteen ghosts. Which okay. I will be honest. So. You want me to tell you, tell you the percentage? Yeah, yeah. 18%. Ooh, a little I, bit higher than yours. I I think 13 Ghosts is a fucking banger, dude. I don't know. Nobody don't like 13 Ghosts, man. Yeah, so, it's like, been a long time since I've seen it. But. Yeah, same. But I, like just off the top of my head, I I don't think I've met anybody who doesn't like 13 Ghosts. So that's, that's another one where it's like, this is... 18%? You yeah. get the fuck out of my face, dude. So like, that is... So Phantoms is the low... Phantoms is low so far. Yeah, yeah. so that's they're the pretty low. close on IMDb. A five point four for I'm just looking it up now. A five point four for Phantoms. A five point six for Thirteen okay. Ghosts. And Rotten Tomatoes, they're really low. Thirteen no. and eighteen yeah. percent. Okay. So April, what are you nominating? Um, since mine's probably the highest Rotten Tomatoes score, why don't you go ahead and tell me mm. what you're nominating? Okay, mine's higher mm-hmm. than those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is Cooties. Cooties. Okay. Cooties. Oh, is when was that released? So, um, just a few years back. I don't okay. have the Is Cooties the one with, like, Elijah Woods? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so I haven't is. seen it, actually. So, I so wanted good. to. Along yeah. with Clown, a movie that I nominated oh, last yeah. year. Uh, Cooties is one of my favorite horror movies of the last 10 also years. Also starring Rain Wilson. Oh, is yes. It? Yes, yes, it is. And Elijah Wood, who was in Faculty, the winner from last year. Last year, year. Mm. yes, yes. Um, 2014, I just looked it up. Real quick, plot synopsis. Elementary school teachers come under attack from children who have been turned into zombies by contaminated chicken nuggets. (laughs) It is so good. (laughs) It's like an independent film, but it's fun. It's really fun. 46% rotten. And Mm -hmm. I'll share one more before we kick it over to you. Um, I threw in a fan favorite. Okay, something that I know a lot of people like for our fifth one, okay? And that is 30 Days of Night. Oh, another Josh Hartnett. Yes, yeah, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, faculty, man, we're having like a faculty reunion. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see which one reigns supreme. So vampires um, in Alaska during their 30 Days of Night. 51% rotten. All right. So where are you going? Um, Mine comes at at a Rotten Tomato score. I just checked it again today because, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, it can vary on any given day. Uh, 54% Rotten. I'm going with Halloween H2O. Ooh. Josh Hartnett's first movie ever released August of 1998. So we are having a faculty reunion. A few months before Faculty, which won last year, 1998, And that's the the Halloween movie where a lot of fans wish the series would have ended. Oh, yeah. That's the one with, like, Busta Rhymes and shit. Uh, LL Cool J. LL Cool Cool J. Yeah. Is it? It's LL Cool J. So Rhymes in the next one. Oh, okay. He's in the one where then they say, I mean, not to spoil, we can get into it, but, like, they change the plot, and if you've seen H2O, you know how it ends, yeah. and then they like write it in, and yeah, he's okay, one okay. of the social yeah. media guys running videos or something at the house Michael okay. Myers grew up in. But that... But LL Cool J is a security guard by day for the school, and a uh, writer at He's night. trying to write like a... Uh, a romance. A romance novel. <laughs> at the end of the movie, it turns into like a romance thriller. thriller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I think that sounds like a fun, rotten Halloween. Yeah, dude. What yeah. do you guys think? I think yeah. it'll be fun. It'll be entertaining to watch all of them and compare them. What do we got? We got sla- We got a slasher mm-hmm. with your H two O. Yeah. We have oh, a, an evil house. an evil virus with you. Yeah. We got a, a zo- haunted house with thirteen ghosts. Yeah, thirteen ghosts. House. Zombie kids and vampires. And vampires. I think that's a well-rounded. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I, you said it before, man. These did my favorite episode of the year. Yeah, yeah. it's Every just year. fun. Yeah. It's just yeah. fun. So I can't wait to see which movie will join our previous rotten winners. Well, let's see if Critters. Yeah. Halloween three. Mm. Idle Hands, and Faculty. Dude, so what's are... going to take that Ugh. that fifth spot? Okay. So anyway, can't wait to see who wins our rotten Halloween. So let's get into tonight's verses, though, our uh, prelude to A Rotten Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, classic, against House of a Thousand Corpses, okay? Rotten. Rotten. (laughs) May the best movie win. Nathan, start us off tonight. Best film location goes to... So, not a lot of locations, right? So, obviously, like, both both movies have, like, the, the diner or the shop... And then they have the farmhouse, or that they have the house. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it actually to uh, and forgive me by the way in advance. I wrote I write TCM in my notes for Texas, for Texas, Texas but I every time I see it mentally I say Turner Classic Movies in oh. my head, and I just I, I, I I'm gonna do it like a million times. But the the Sawyer family farmhouse from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I like it more, and we'll get into later tonight like more kind of how I feel about this, but like. It's not that I don't like the house and house of a thousand corpses. It's just exactly what you expect it to be, and nothing else. Like yeah. it is, it is like what? What's the? What's the? What is it gonna look like if Rob Zombie makes a wakes a haunted house? That that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not that it's not cool. It's just like baby it's, dolls on it's, the walls. Yeah, <laughs> it's just exactly what you expect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I like it. It is. It's very normal, and, and this is the kind of the, the thing about uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is that, like, it is very just a rural, normal-looking thing, and then you walk in, and it's really fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I... Kind of put creepy houses on the on the map. Creepy farmhouses. Yeah. There's nothing... There's no there's no room in the house that's fucking normal or seemingly normal. There, you walk in, and there's, like, uh, a slaughterhouse, <laughs> like, right in front of you, like a, or, like, a, there's a freezer kind of in front of you, and you go upstairs, and there's just, like dead but not really dead people sitting in chairs like in comas and then there's like a whole room full of bones and flesh furniture yeah, and like yeah. it's and the it's chickens creepy. and ch- yeah and the feathers everywhere yeah, everywhere <laughs> uh that's more unsettling to me than like the the rob zombie place looks like my bedroom growing up so uh-huh. it's not like it's not it looks so you had room. people hanging from you know what i'm saying you dolls on your wall you know what i'm saying dead cheerleaders in your bed okay. i like your style <laughs> cool all right, all right April, so my best location actually i'm gonna go with house of a thousand corpses but not the house I'm going with Captain Spaulding's Museum mm. of Monsters and Madness. So cool. The yeah. gas station slash monster murder ride slash chicken joint. I just thought it was really cool <laughs> how they like took this easy small location, they opened it up and like made it more and made it more central to the story. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. All right, I'm going with my first tie of the night. And first off, the Sawyer House from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Super fucking creepy. It's iconic. If you're going to film a cheap horror movie somewhere, it's the perfect location. Old mansion, middle of nowhere, creepy open fields, long dirt road, 
perfect location for a redneck cannibal family massacre, right? Iconic. But I'm also going with, I agree with you, April, the Captain Spaulding's Museum of Monsters and Madmen. It's it's a haunted house pit stop. Yeah. Dude, I, I would be all about that. Fuck yeah. I would I would go in, I would shit my pants in fear. <laughs> but I would I would have to check that out, man. It's so fucking cool. Um and the house I do think is creepy. Sawyer House creepier, right? Um, but I like that it's also the um best little whorehouse in Texas house. And I don't know why. Doesn't make sense, but that makes it creepier <laughs> to yeah. me for some weird reason. I love that little piece of uh, movie trivia as well. And then but you also have the creepy tunnels where Dr. Satan lives. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of like the cherry on top. And that's why I tied it. Like when you go into the tunnels and you make your way to, you know, Dr. Satan, man, it is so creepy and cool. And it's just like, it just adds a whole nother layer to what's going on in House of a Thousand Corpses. So first tie of the night, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and House of a Thousand Corpses. Back to Rachel. What does she think? So, Rachel actually agrees with you. Uh, she tied for her best location. She went with the Firefly uh, family home and Leatherfaces. She calls it Leatherface, not Sawyer family. It's Leatherfaces. <laughs> uh, both are creepy. Both are very secluded and perfect for murdering people and not getting caught. I'm glad she's thought about this. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, she sent me her awards, and I think we only differ, like, on two. Oh, really? oh interesting. Yeah. Wow. interesting. I just copied her mine. <laughs> and then just, you know, changed a few of hers. Oh, yeah, okay. That's that was, that's <laughs> what happened. Okay. All right. So um, our next category is best character, Nathan. I think it's Captain Spaulding, and I don't even think it's fucking close. Not okay. even fucking close. I don't even think it's fucking close, man. Um, I, don't, I don't think we got to spend a whole lot of time. So, like, I think Leatherface is an iconic f- figure character. For sure. For sure but... N- None of those characters in that movie have any fucking character. There's no, no like, there's no depth. Uh, maybe, maybe Leatherface has a little bit of depth. Uh, but you're but, reaching. But, but you're reaching, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Whereas, like, all all the char- the characters in House of Thousand Corpses are miles better, and Captain Spaulding stands out over everybody else, and I don't even think it's fucking close. Yeah. He's hilarious. I love, there are a few times where, like, he's just talking to somebody and then all of a sudden he's really fucking intimidating or he like, yeah. he just switches it. He Fuck just, your mama. Yeah. And then he's just fucking with you <laughs> and then he's just fucking with you. Like, you know, and then he's not fucking with you yeah. and it's, yeah, I, it just feels it, all the scenes with him are great and he just feels so tense and he's funny yeah. and like, it's just, yeah, he's wonderful. You're actually wearing his hot dog t-shirt. I do. It's a little bit short on me. I've had it for a few years. And it's, <laughs> I it's, need it's, pictures. It's shrunk. Well, there, we, there'll be pictures up, I'm yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. in the last yeah, episode, lots, dude, but... you make a great <laughs> Captain Spaulding. I want it, I put it on today. And it just, it, I was going to do the makeup and everything to come and surprise you guys. Uh, it might have been even funnier since it doesn't fit in a But it, just, it doesn't fit. It doesn't even go down to, like, my belt. Like I, it's, that's it's kind of funny, though. Like, that would have been great. Something I want to do so badly is I want you to go to a horror convention with me. Yeah. And you have to dress up as Captain Spaulding. Which is a comfortable costume oh, for, for sure. a whole day of, you know... Yeah. Uh, convention. It's just face makeup. Convention. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the t shirt and. Yeah. 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 But you okay. look epic as Captain <laughs> Okay, April, so what do you want? My best character, actually, probably going to be surprising. I did give an honorable mention to Captain Spaulding. Franklin. My best character <laughs> is actually Leatherface. Okay. And that's fair. I, that's I fair. I think, yeah. 
I'll just say I, I'm gonna go more into it later on as mm. we talk. So my best character was Leatherface. Okay, and Leatherface is iconic. Yeah. So fair enough. I, I, and I think there's more depth to Leatherface. Like I, I did not like Leatherface going into this, mm-hmm. and I appreciate Leatherface so much more he's now that so I've done complex. this. He's so complex. Like, yeah. seeing him with his family, he's very childlike and innocent. Seeing him when he's killing people, he's like he's a not psychotic like, murderer. So I, like, I think that that's the cool thing about yeah. Leatherface is that he is not like this twisted, evil person. He's a regular he's person damaged and he's damaged, like, yeah. he's almost like, he's just doing it to protect his family. He's afraid of his family. You know what I mean? Like people coming in scares him. You know what I mean? Like he's wearing like, and, and I think this is really cool. Like all the different faces that he wears, it's like yeah. a different personality. And, and it is. And, and like when he served dinner, he's wearing yep. women's clothes. And they and treat him differently. They like, do. So Leatherface is mine. What about yours, okay. Brad? Yeah. I think you're either going with Captain Spaulding or Leatherface. I'm going Captain Spaulding. One of the smartest things I think Rob Zombie ever did was cast Sid Haig. He's so good in this. Um, he's become a modern horror icon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a fun character, but like you said, Nathan, he's also scary. You know, well, he's a psycho. He prompted the the sequel too, Devil's Rejects, right? Yeah, well, he's, because... he has a lot more to do in Devil's Rejects. But So I was reading about why he did that because... House of a Thousand Corpses maybe didn't, it almost didn't make it and everything. It wasn't uh, released. But the reason he did Devil's Rejects is because he wanted to give the people the characters that they enjoyed. And so yeah. Captain Spaulding was and you one get of the a main strong characters people dose enjoyed. of Captain Spaulding, which, yeah. guys, I almost put that as my pick for Rotten Halloween because Devil's Rejects is, is considered rotten. Like I've actually never seen Devil's Rejects. A lot of I've people like it seen... more than House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, I've and never you seen like Natural Born Killers a lot, so you might yeah. like Devil's it's Rejects. Very similar. Yeah, very. Yeah, it's it's a road trip, uh, okay. you know, killer movie. But uh, Captain Spaulding, man, he's just uh, he's psychotic. He's funny. Uh, I love his T-shirts. I love his humor. Uh, he can make some badass chicken take you on a fucking whore ride. <laughs> like Captain Spaulding is great. There's a lot of crazy clowns out there. You don't even cinema. know if he's crazy, really. The, the movie ends and you're like, is he bad? Is he good? Is it just Well, no, because halfway through, he does shoot that guy in the head. He shoot it, That's well, at the he's beginning. Well, he's, he's robbing, robbing him. him. Fair enough, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. Fair he's enough. robbing him. He's just yeah. defending his business and his livelihood. Sure, fair enough. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's weird and he tells some weird stories, <laughs> yeah. but is he a killer? Is he part of the family? We don't know. Yeah, and by the way, he is fantastic yeah. in Devil's Rejects. Okay. So, okay, cool. Yeah, Sid Haig, cool. Captain Spaulding, amazing. That's All right. where I'm Rachel, going. Rachel, you'll happy be, be happy to know, also went with Captain Spaulding. Um, she says that he is... Let me get, his, get our notes. Uh, Captain Spaulding, obviously. He's a cool guy, <laughs> yep. he's funny, and he has the best shirts. He does. <laughs> All right. And the best chicken. That's what he Fuck said. Fuck your mama. Fuck your mama. Fuck <laughs> your grandmama. Fuck your grandma. <laughs> All right. What else is next? Best kill, death, defeat, Nathan. <sighs> this is my one and only tie. I okay. normally yeah, normally if I'm going to do a tie I do two, man, but this was the only one I felt like strongly this is really the only one. The first one is okay. Imagine it's 1974. Now like now when we watch when we watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like we know who Leatherface is. You know what I mean? Like what we this is not a new case. When Kirk walks into that house and this big fucking guy comes around the corner with a fucking his face is all mangled. You can't even tell what's going on. And it's bonks this dude with a fucking hammer like you know what i mean like i feel like if if this was a brand new thing then you didn't know who this character was or what this was all about 
That's fucking weird, yeah. man. He because he it's very nonchalant. He just walks out and just fucking clobbers this guy, and it's not. It's very normal. It's you know what I mean. Uh, I and I think it just comes out of nowhere, and I think it's super cool, and I think it. It's a little bit muted now, no, just because we're so familiar with it. But I, but I think it's really great for the time. Is that where he, um, after he does that, he and then takes he slams him the door? So that yeah. is super fucking effective. Yeah, just that slam of mm-hmm. the door. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That finality. Yeah. yeah. And the the second one is from House of a Thousand Corpses. It's when the firefly. It's kind of it's kind of a scene, but when the fireflies kill the cop, they shoot the cop. They shoot the dad. They yeah. shoot the other guy. And it's if I had to pick, I think all th- I tie them all together because it's like one thing. Oh, one big like, scene. Yeah, it's a great scene. The, the first cop gets like ambush shot. The dad gets shot as he's running for it, and then like right because it's playing that music, mm-hmm. and it's like that I remember you. And then yeah. right as he's getting shot, he's remembering his family. It's so cruel. It's a great needle drop. Too, yeah, right. It's, it's very, like, it's yeah. very like mean spirited. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and then Otis comes out, and then. Really, this such a great kill. Like the other cop, uh, Walt Walt was Googins. What's his fucking name? Yeah, Walton. Uh, Goggins. 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 The fuck that fucking guy. Yeah. Where he gets down on his knees and he's he's to execute him. Justified. Walter Goggins. And he, yeah. 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 And the you know the camera pans out for like. 30 seconds. Dude, it's for I love how long it is, though, because I'm yeah. like... I and the music wa- ends. Yeah, the music ends. I remember ends, watching yeah, that. I was like... Because it's been a while since I watched it, right? I was like, please tell me they shoot him. Please yeah. tell me they... Are they going to do what, it? Are they going to... Boom. They that's do. what's so good about it, because it, it goes on for so long. It's so indulgent. Yes. That you actually want him to pull the trigger. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you are on his side. Yeah. And you're like... Okay, shoot him. Like, just fucking shoot him. You know the what I mean? Like, it, yeah. yeah. By it, the way, I don't know if you know this, but the dad, you know who the dad is? It's the dad. It's, it's, uh, from Saving Private Saving Ryan. Private yeah. Ryan. Saving it's who he Ryan. turned. I, yeah. the whole time I was watching this, I was like, who the fuck Look is that? Look at this bright blue eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Matt Damon, dude. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's Matt Damon. Yeah. When he Matt Damon old. aged up. <laughs> All right, where Harrison are you going? Young. That's who it is. Um, okay, so for me, I actually did uh, a tie. Um, my, the shot that you just, the scene, the, the aerial shot of Walter Goggins character, his deputy getting shot. Um, awesome. Brilliant. Love that one. And then actually, um, from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You have a tie? I do have nice. a tie. That's what I said. Oh, Are you sorry. not listening? <laughs> I was okay, not cool. listening. Um, so Kirk, so I'm going to give a little synopsis of it. Uh, Kirk and Pam plan to have sex, but have to find gas for the group's car. Kirk decides to ask a nearby home to borrow some, but when he goes missing, Pam goes searching for him. She stumbles into the living room of death that you already described at uh, the Sawyer's house. It's furnished with animals and human bones, which, by the way, are real. Uh, Leatherface catches Pam, impales her on the meat hook. Mm. Like, I remember watching it on the the little screen because we watched it on VHS and it nice. was just like, Kuh! and I was like, oh, oh, what a horrible way to die. Um, and then she actually, not just that, but then she is forced to watch her boyfriend get cut up limb yeah. by limb while she's dying on this hook, like a slaughtered animal up on a meat hook. I mean, 
the aerial yeah, scene yeah. is pretty awesome, but also you need to give some credit to Texas Chainsaw yeah. and that death scene and pr- is like so brutal, especially for the 1970s. Yeah. Like, and, and I think oh. super effective for like how little gore is actually in the movie. Yes. Like you don't really see a lot of blood. Not it's a lot of blood. Not a lot. Like, yes. They were going for a PG, I think PG The PG rating they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah. All right. My turn? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I think it's safe to say... We usually root for the person in a wheelchair, right? Oh my god! Oh, dude. you hate him. I you hate his character so much. I have never wanted to see a guy in a wheelchair die so bad <laughs> as I have Franklin. Fuck off, Franklin. Yeah. From Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he's so fucking annoying. Maybe the most annoying character in all of horror movie history. That's saying something. The, you might be right, dude. But you know what? Baby's pretty fucking annoying too. Dude, this guy. Baby, I'm going to keep it real. This guy. He whines and complains about everything. He fucking blows raspberries. Oh my god, dude. Because he's mad. He pee on himself as he gets scared from the semi-truck dude, so that, and rolls yeah, down scene. the hill. He dumps piss on himself. Like, what the fuck? How did he get scared down the hill? The truck was nowhere near him. It's, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. In the house, I forget what he says, but he's like... Um, Franklin, come to the house, Franklin. Oh my God! Everything will be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! You know what I heard people say about this movie? It's unnerving. Yeah. It's unnerving. It's so he's in half of this fucking movie, and he sucks so bad. Yeah. He is awful. He is awful. Actually, the entire time they're at that that farmhouse, they is is awful. With everybody just fucking laughing. Like, what the yeah. fuck are you laughing at? It's been ten straight minutes and it's fucking yeah. like it. it and they're it not high because the their their pot got blown up or got thrown out. Oh, Dude, man. if I had a choice of watching the first thirty minutes of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or you hitting me in the shoulder as hard <laughs> as you fucking can. You're gonna get hit in the shoulder? Yeah, I'm gonna get hit in the shoulder. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't stand uh Franklin. And then there's that scene where he's like, you know, they're looking out to the woods. And they're like, he's like, bring back the keys! Bring back the keys! I could not wait for him to get a fucking chainsaw to the fucking face or wherever he got the fucking chainsaw. I hate him. So I'm going uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's a vengeful death. I I couldn't wait. No, he's a fucking piece of shit. So you gave him a point for getting killed? I'm giving the movie a point for him getting killed. For finally, thank you for killing this horrible person. It's one of those points that really don't make sense when you're looking at how we do our categories, but... I have you to were give it a so point because I'm so happy. Yeah. What okay. does Rachel say? Rachel said, actually, she, Chris Hardwick's death, Jerry's death scene in House of a Thousand Corpses, the whole scene itself is pretty climactic. It's where we see Dr. Satan for the first time, and he finally kills Jerry. Dr. So, Satan's so good. Dude. House of a Thousand Corpses. He looks cool. Yeah, yeah he does so. look cool, mm-hmm. and, and it is a pretty gruesome death scene and everything. So, yeah. All right, that takes us to best score or soundtrack, Nathan. I mean, come I mean, on. it's House with Those right? Like, um, it's not just the it's not just the Rob Zombie stuff. You got the Ramones, that Slim Whitman track we talked yeah. about, yes. uh, Helen Kane. There's there's good use of music. Again, I I don't think that it's amazing. I think a lot of this is like I think it fits really well though. Yeah, it does because the whole movie is just a white zombie music video. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So like. Which he it, was really good at doing. That's what he for did. sure. Yeah, and it's it, not crazy it, Rob Zombie. No, it's like some of it's kind of laid back hippie. Yeah, like Rob Zombie. Well, it has a very like Texas vibe to yep. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which and again, like it's it's not that I think it's amazing. I don't think Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre has 
some decent soundtracky stuff, but it's nothing. You're not gonna you don't yeah. remember it. Actually, you know what? There's one sound that I really like. It's, it's at the beginning of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The picture sounds. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The the absolute. <laughs> The absolute. Yeah, that's sound beginning. editing, though. That's not soundtrack. Anyway, that's sure, a pretty yeah. good sound effect. It is pretty. Good. <laughs> the absolute <laughs> beginning of that movie, I think, is very cool. Yeah, uh, the like opening, the, the first, yeah. yeah, three minutes, four minutes yeah. of text. And then Master after that, so cool. <laughs> and then, yeah, for a while. <laughs> And then they're, yeah, they're on the road picking up a fucking fentanyl addict. Oh and like it's fucking, uh, That yeah. goes on yeah. for way too yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I went with also, I mean, I think we might have a clean, clean, clean sweep, sweep here. Yeah. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses for all the things. I love that Lionel Richie's Brick House and Rob Zombie collaborated to make Brick House. Yeah. Slim Whitman, um, the baby song where she sings. Yeah. It's very um, Betty Boop, kitschy. Yep. So like all of it together, it makes for good horror and just good fun to watch yep. too. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely nothing to add. The uh, I remember you as a great needle drop. Everything That's you guys said. Great. Yeah, everything yeah. you guys said. So yeah. what does Rachel say? And then Rachel agreed, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yep. All right. So, clean Best, sweep with that. Clean one. sweep. Best screenplay. I think it's Rob Zombie, House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, we talked about this before, but like overall just I mean better characters, I think, across the board. Yep. Uh, better dialogue across the board I, I i don't think it's like amazing but it's but it's clever the characters are like d- well defined i one of the things i always think about is like if you read a line of dialogue can you tell what character's mm. saying it just by reading mm-hmm. it you know what i mean i think you can i think you can tell what a baby line is or a um a fuck you know what i mean a grandpa, uh, grandpa Russell, line yeah. or, or you know what i mean like i, I think you can tell that what what's a Kirk line? What's what's Kirk's death? Like what's his character? What are his yeah, character yeah. traits? Honestly, you know what I, mean? I couldn't like, tell you very many of the characters. And when I was no, looking up to yeah. give you the cast, I was like, what what part do they play? Yeah, you you <laughs> could maybe they? you could maybe tell Franklin's just because all he does yeah. is fucking bitch and whine and blow raspberries. Oh my exactly. God. But like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's I, so unnerving. Yeah. Anyway, it's, you went with House, but of in, House yeah, because I don't think it's fair to compare them in terms of like. The structure of the story because it's the exact same structure of the story. Oh. So you, I think you got to look at characters and you got to look at dialogue and you agreed. Know. I'll talk about Agreed. that in a second though. So where are you going? Um, I'm going with House of a Thousand Corpses, and um, I'm going to go along with this quote that I also picked up on the internet. Um, I agree with it. It said that House of a Thousand Corpses will most likely be a cult classic rather than a genre defining film. And I think with the screenplay and everything, I think it will be a cult classic where maybe Texas Chainsaw was defining Ish. and yes. yeah, the genre defining. Yeah, I think House has already just, become. It's better written, yep. right? It's better, like you said, all the things you said, it's just more developed. It takes a great idea that Texas Chainsaw had and it gives more life uh, and more flavor to now, it. Now, in defense of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Like Rob Zombie was clearly yes. influenced yes. by yes. it and had 40 years yes. of time to think about how to make it better. Yes. So like, yeah, it's but better, but like... That- are not you try to make them better people do that and they aren't yeah. it's like that's the classic stands the top test yeah. of time jaws right jaws. jaws is still a badass fucking movie yeah. with a great yeah. story and, and a great script and everything yeah, yeah exactly all right so best, what did you go for yeah best screenplay um texas chainsaw massacre is just some young people getting slaughtered by crazy rednecks okay cool fine and good but i prefer that 
along with Captain Spaulding's museum and Dr. Sainton and, and, and everything that's connected to the Firefly family. You know, I think it's more interesting than anything that's going on in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So ultimately, that's what gets my point. Like you were saying, um, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like yeah. he was influenced by Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, but then he adds that whole nother fucking layer with at the front and at the end with Captain Spaulding and with right. Dr. Satan. And that's what ultimately gets my point. So I'm going with Rob Zombie in House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay. Um, Rachel went with House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, she says, the movie tends to move along better than uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I think ran 20 minutes too long. I have to agree. <laughs> the script of, uh, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre is god-awful, and although oh, yeah. The House of a Thousand Corpses isn't a masterpiece, it is better to watch. Agreed. Yeah. So, just piggybacking back off that. So, one of the things, again, about... You want a script to be tight. Yeah. You want it to... You want the run to... Like, I do think... I think Texas Chainsaw might be a, a fucking badass 75, 80 minute movie. <laughs> you know what I well, mean? And that's, if you, t- that's you, you, you take out a lot. The five minute difference in the runtime. Yeah. There's, there are a lot of, even that scene, and I do like the scene where, where she walks in and she sees all the bones yeah, and yeah. like, but that, I bet that goes on for like minutes. Yeah. And, it's, and so is that ages. more effective? I don't think I, it I is. I don't think it is either because I I, I'm like, get to the point. Let's get, move on. Yeah. Solve or, it. or at the end when, when she's at the table and they're all just like laughing at her and like, this goes on for like, I feel like it's like yes. five minutes it's so and it, it's, it loses the shock value yes. because you're just, you're just sitting there like. Do you think it does or do do you think, and I wanted to bring this up overall, do you think we feel this way about House of the Thousand Corpses because we've watched so many horror movies and we're so desensitized and if we had watched it, you know, in its original form, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, we would be like, oh my god, this I mean, is amazing. But I grew up on that shit on the farmhouse, yeah. you know what I'm I, saying? I think, yeah. I think that's a fair enough point, but that's that, that same kind of fatigue still, so I'll give you an example. Uh, I love John Wick, right? Like okay. the, the newest John Wick, I loved it, but like some of these action scenes go on like thirty yeah, fucking I agree. minutes. <laughs> John Wick three over four, right? Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, and I like what I'm seeing, but there does become a point where you're like, okay, like okay, I, yeah. I, you've been killing guys for twenty five fucking minutes. Like, how can, many times do we have we, to drive in the can circle? Can we move? Yeah, <laughs> little self indulgent. Yeah, it's yeah. a little self. Yeah, and I feel the same way about about this. Like when we're at, when we're at the table, I think this is actually a creepy fucking scene. Yeah. I think it's an effective scene, but it's not but not it for tight. five minutes. Yeah. But you keep it tight, and I think it's you leave people wanting more, yeah. and speculation is worse than reality. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. And Rachel said. Rachel said a house. I got lost in that house. conversation. I'm yeah, sorry. House of a thousand horses. Okay. Yep. That takes us to best special achievement. So I think that uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre has. Really, the bones of a, a winning formula. You know what I mean? I think I think it is. It has inspired a great legacy, and I think yes. like like we've been kind of shitting on Texas Chainsaw Massacre a little bit. But I but I do I don't think, like it. Yeah, I, I actually, I'm a, I'm, yeah. I mean, I know we're halfway through the podcast. I I don't really like it. And I'm a huge <laughs> like, horror movie yeah. buff, dude. Um, and, but it has clearly inspired. Again, I think I try to put myself in the position of like. It's 1974. We haven't seen this big, hulking, silent killer, masked killer yet. Right. And so, like, Leatherface comes on when audiences are still, like, psycho. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like we're, 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 like, transitioning out of that into this. And it is, in that in that way, like, groundbreaking. Yeah. 
and I, but st- Psycho, I right? Psycho still has and brilliant music from yes. Bernard Herrmann, right? Awesome performance from Anthony Perkins, right? You know, all I'm saying is very different. Yeah, like like I'm not saying it's better or it's worse. I'm just mm. saying like this is what people are, have kind of known for horror movies. Yeah, it takes this a is, this normal, is average new. family, rural, small town, and turns them into and puts it on the big screen. Yeah. Everything's not what you actually expect. Yeah. And it takes a normal person and makes them a monster. Yeah. And I love that idea. I love it. A serial killer monster. But it's just a shit movie. Serial killers yeah. were like, social and media wasn't there. I think Technology wasn't there. That's my that's point. That's scary. I think everybody likes that story. Yeah. It's just that over, for throughout the next 40, 50, 60 years, it will be perfected yeah. other places. Right. But... And so, but I do just think like, like you have the bones of something really fucking good. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that good, but like, but what you have roughly is solid. But what's really weird though, you look at Jaws 1975, we've had all these years. To perfect, you You know, the giant shark. Meg Meg, Meg Meg looks like shit. I haven't Meg seen it. I crap. have not I seen a better I love you, but Meg is crap. Than <laughs> sure. You know what I'm saying? No no one's made a better Die Hard than Die Hard, yes, right? Yes. You know what I mean? It, it just came out and that's, well, that's the standard. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's, but, okay, I see what you're saying. Either way though, it, it is like, in this instance, other people did do it better. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, you still, yeah. Um, I'm actually going to agree with you, Nathan. Exactly. It, this is actually one of my ties. Uh, my second tie for the night. My last one. Um, so my special achievement, actually Brad mentioned it earlier. I think it's pretty cool that a little nod to that I love musicals. Uh, best little whorehouse in Texas. And that we can turn it from this jovial whorehouse and nice fun things into like this den of yeah. like... Just not a den of iniquity, a den of slaughter and Maybe that's death why I like and gruesome that, and know? violence. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that was really cool. Is the same house, um, which is in the back lots of the Universal Studios. And then I actually I I I'm gonna give credit to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It changed the face of horror. Yep. It allowed this Leatherface, an average man, to become a monster in people's eyes. And then it. There are some websites, some people that ha- say that has some social um, implications with like what was going on with wars and all of this kind of stuff, kind of like Dawn of the Dead and all of those. So I give it credit where credit's due. And it did change the face of horror and yeah, for the, sure. the movies. It, it allowed a pathway for Jason and Freddy yep. and Halloween. Well, a Halloween actually came out very close, the, the same year or close to the year after. It predates but. Halloween by. Four or five years. Yeah. So so it opened the doors yes. for those things. So And that's why I'm yeah. going uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre okay. as well. Yeah. Dude, it, it predates Halloween and Hall- Halloween's like seventy four, seventy five, I think. Um I don't like the movie, like I've said, but it you know, it's uh, it doesn't hold up, I don't think. Not a big fan of it, but it did help create the the slasher genre. Um Definitely the most well-known psycho cannibal redneck movie, you know, right? So I have to give Chainsaw well, some love. When you think of slashers, Leatherface is like if you Mount look at, Rushmore. Yeah, right? it's the oh, Mount yeah, Rushmore yeah, yeah. of slasher films. 
Leatherface, Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers. I think and Chucky. Maybe Saul. A, I and think there's an argument for Saul. Saul. Jigsaw's on there Fuck now. Him, I think yeah, he's coming to the Chucky fold. on that Mount Rushmore. I don't know that Jigsaw. little jester clown with the little swirly cheek faces. That's pretty dang scary. They think gun to your dick, Jigsaw or Chucky. I can tell you right now, it would not be Jigsaw. <laughs> and I love Saul I, one, which is fucking. I rotten. like Saul one. I don't like any of the other ones. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, well, yeah, I, that's I'm giving a legacy point. By the okay. way, all my Texas Chainsaw um, points are legacy points. Yeah. You know, yeah. but it, it deserves it, even though I think the movie is highly overrated. Um, I'm going Texas Chainsaw. Best scene. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Rachel, yeah, Rachel. I would say Rachel's. Uh, Rachel's best uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre for being its first of its kind. I'm sure it's time. It was quite shocking to audiences, and it is still one of my most po- one of the most popular horror movies of all time. So, legacy point for I Rachel, too. <clears throat> I think Friday the 13th Part 1 got a lot of legacy points for us when we put that in the uh, Freddy yeah. versus yeah, Jason. Yeah, that's coming up soon. Uh, October 13th happens to be Friday the 13th. Let's go. I'm going to be going to a yurt with a friend. We we rented our Halloween yurt thing. Uh, Brad's not going with What's me this title? year. It's this year? The Gertinth. No. <laughs> it's the girls. I am, go- I am going Friday. No. Yes. Okay, you might be coming Friday. But yeah. the I rented it. Yeah. It's the Yurteenth. Yeah. So I rented it. And um, you actually, I, sh- my friend, Lisa, has never watched any of the Friday the 13th movies. And Brad said, do not let her watch the first one. Watch one of the, at least the third one, because that's when he gets his mask, etc. The first one sucks. He fucking is loves what he said. Okay, if you had a choice, get your the dick. First part one three says. or part one, what are you watching? Three. Yes. Okay, like- so I said we have to watch one because it's iconic. It's the starting uh, point. It's the mom. It's the sweater. It's like sets up the story. And then we would skip to But the, the sweater one. and the mom is like 10 minutes of that fucking but shit movie. But we're getting off track. Okay, yes. What about House of a Thousand Corpses and Texas Chainsaw? What's our next category? Uh, best scene. So we talked about this previously, but mm-hmm. my favorite scene is the scene where the, the fireflies kill the cops and the yeah. dad. And I don't even think it's fucking close. Nope. Uh, it, it is like... It's <laughs> not even close. And the reason that I like... First of all, I just think it's an effective scene. I love I loved the... Jug- we talked about this with... Um, uh, Best kill? No, for with the, with the, last, the last one we did, uh, Doctor Strangelove. That, like, needle drop. Yes. That the use of the music as a kind of, like, juxtaposition between, like, the the violence and the... Great and the word. You know, the... Um, the, 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 the physical action Makes of what's so happening. Makes eerie and, like, and so, like... Yeah. <gasps> It's it's a it's a it's yeah. slow and it's sad and it's like it's cruel. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when Dad gets shot and he's thinking about his family at like yeah. Christmas or whatever, and it's just like he just opened the door and saw like his like daughter all strung up and shit and like, yeah. um, and then and then the other the other cop gets like executed. And I think the reason that I like this, aside from the fact that I think it's a, just a, it's a great shot, it's it's a great scene, is that it's the, really the only scene in the movie where Rob Zombie tries to do something not super fucking obvious like Uh, like it's not this is this does not strike me as a okay this is part of the rob zombie horror movie thing he's Uh, actually trying to do something creative here and like i think that that's yeah worth pointing out like dude i love that it's probably five seconds too long yeah that crane shot i love it because i'm just like i remember watching it with april i'm like Mm -hmm. please is he gonna do it yeah is he gonna I can what? tell the audiences you enjoyed and had much more to say about that 
positively when we watched it than you did Texas no. Chainsaw. Yeah. All you said was, I hate Franklin. When's he gonna die? That, and I'll get into some other things I fucking hate. But anyway, so that takes us best scene. <laughs> Alright, my best scene, you already said it. It It is the aerial shot. It's the death scene with the cops and everything. Yeah, so. right there with you guys. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about that, you know, in length. I think a lot of people would say it's the Texas Chainsaw dinner scene with Grandpa. I fucking hate that scene. I don't I, hate the scene. I actually was kind of like freaked out when Grandpa starts sucking the blood off yeah. of her finger and you know, stuff. I'm like, he's you know, fucking alive! Oh my god! You know what like, I hate that freaked though? Me out. The uh, the main actress, she she's so bad, and she just screams. <laughs> but do you? But do you like, really think the all the actresses in a house of a thousand corpses? Oh, great, oh no! Right? They, like, yeah, no yeah, Mama way baby, better though what's than her. her name? She's just Mama so amateur. Firefly. Man. She's Come on. Yeah, Sherry, uh, you know, Moon Sherry Zombie, yeah. you know, she can go a little too crazy, I think, sometimes. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, get some eye candy with her. You know, oh, hush. Coming from a dude, you know. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, but yeah, the uh, the dinner scene, though, it's just fucking screaming. It's like, just shut the fuck up. It it's, gets on my nerves. But I, some people would think that that's scary. So I do think it's scary. Yeah. It's just, but you're there too long. Like, I, I do I actually think it's really fucked up and I, I love that it's so chaotic and like she's screaming and they're yelling over the top of each other and this fucking zombie guy's sucking on her on her finger and they're like it's just fucking and they're gonna beat her with the hammer but he, but keeps, he can't and the, the, oh come the, on the, kill her the, the problem is that it it just goes on too goddamn yeah, long like how many times is he gonna drop the hammer it's like ten times yeah. like the two times. Two times is fine. But how what? realistic is that in the like? How I'm just saying in terms that? of pacing, like yeah, no, I don't, I not... don't disagree with you. Yeah, I love, like, I love the bones of the scene. I think yeah. I love that it's it's chaotic and it's like it is unsettling. But it, but but you sit there for so long that it stops being unsettling, and you start being like, okay, really, he's gonna drop the yeah. fucking hit? How many times, man? Just run. And like, then on top of that, you get. Ah! Yeah. Ah, I just like ah, the whole like, aerial oh God, shot too. Like Rob Zombie, the like a drone, you know, whatever he used to do it, the crane or whatever. Like you get to see the whole mm. scene when he's shooting the right. deputy and stuff, and I just love that. <sighs> and yeah. actually, Rachel agreed with all of us and oh, said yeah. that best scene is offering Sir Nash, Denise's dad, find the shed full of dead cheerleaders. The music in that scene is really great. The slow motion works for the shock factor. And she likes when Otis shows up and holds the gun to the cop's head for like a solid 30 seconds. It builds tension. It's good and a chaotic scene. Yep. I agree. So that takes us to best defining moment, attribute, or MVP. So the best character was Captain Spaulding, but like the MVP, the defining moment, I think is Leatherface. Okay. Like Leather, he has a great design. Uh, he's, a, he's a fun portrayal. I love Especially the end when he's like wildly flinging this fucking yeah. chainsaw around. Like that looks That's cool. a classic scene. That's a cool scene that looks great. I think so. And when he when he runs out of you have a scene, Brad, or you have a picture of you and your daughter yeah. reading that scene. Where where you where where she's Ryan running out of the house? Rips her. Into oh, it's Ryan line. is yeah. Leatherface and gra- yeah. grabs her. Yeah. And, and, it, and every time I see this in in house in uh, Texas Chainsaw, I think of that. It, it's fucking That's an scary. iconic scene. Yeah. That's an iconic yeah. shot. For and sure. Like, I agree with that. I yeah. do. I like as well. I, I think there's more complexity there. He's not 
evil. He's not malicious. I think he's scared of his family. I think he's obedient to his family. Um, he's mental. He's fucking... Yeah, I think he's clearly deranged. Uh, I love that he has different faces on and that he behaves differently when he has different faces on. It goes back to that, like, Ed, the, the inspiration was, like, Ed Gein, who was, like, he was trying mm-hmm. to create, like, a, a his mother had died. He was trying to recreate his mom's yeah, yeah. suit or whatever. And, like... And I would dress up as that for Halloween. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's iconic. Yeah. It, and, he, and especially at the end, when he has, like, basically, like, a leisure suit on with, like, the tie. And it's, lipstick like, undone. And, a lipstick yeah. smeared. So cool, and, like, man. Yeah. It's fucking cool. That's, like, that's Mount Rushmore. Yeah. You know, so... All right, where are you going, April? Um, I am actually, for Defining Moment, um, I'm going with House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, I kind of mentioned it earlier. I kind of have two parts to this. One, the fact that uh, I don't it almost didn't get released. They thought it was too much. They didn't want an NC-17. It was originally with Universal because that's uh, who paid Rob Zombie to do all his music videos and everything like that. They had his... Um, music contract for what was it deluxe hellbilly or some hellbilly. whatever yeah, yeah yeah whatever um hellbilly deluxe which is a great album a great and album. i'm not even in you know into that kind of music yeah but it's a great album everybody else um yeah. so uh they s- turned it down they said heck to the no it's too much for which us. by the way isn't that funny right like you don't know who you're getting in bed with. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you expect from right. Zombie? Uh, but it was it was like his first uh-huh. real film, so I get that. Um, MGM, he took it to them, and they were like, "Nope, we're not doing this." And it got looked like it got shut down. Three years after he created, Lion Gates released it. So I thought that was a yeah. that's a defining moment, right? Um, and then also the fact that the flashback murder scenes at the very beginning, the um, they show and everything. Those were recorded on a camcorder in for Rob's, Texas. For, no, for oh, okay. House of a Thousand Corpses in Rob Zombie's basement of his house. Those, all those little flashback, the montage, very true romance or not true oh, romance. Yeah. Um, Natural Born Killers. No, what's the sh- True Blood? The uh, I always oh, tell yeah. you whenever I hear it and very the, True they, Blood. Yeah, very True Blood. Well, True Blood probably stole it yes, off of him. Yes, exactly. Uh, but all of those scenes where it's like the black and white and the uh, death scenes and everything, those were recorded on a camcorder in his freaking basement. Wow. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. You know, especially back then, you know, early 2000s, people were making things, they had better equipment than that to, yeah. Yeah, and by the way, going back House to um, House of a Thousand Corpses, when it released, I remember being in the theater with Ryan and we got that teaser. And the teaser was just like um, people digging in a graveyard. And I'm a huge horror movie buff. Even back then, I was like, Rob Zombie, a horror. What, oh, what the man. fuck is? What, what is this? I actually I'm didn't so... like it when it was first released. No, neither, neither did I. Neither. Yeah. Did I. But um, I remember watching that teaser in the theater. I'm like, you know, I had no idea what to expect. Just people digging in a graveyard. Was this gonna be a zombie movie? What, you know, a, like a real zombie movie, right? Yeah. What was this going to be? And then we talked about it. This is like, I think, was this pre-internet? I think so. Anyway, but we were like, you know, what is this going to be? And then like, it just disappeared for like fucking three years. And I like, Hey, do you remember that Rob Zombie thing that we saw in the theater? Like, you know, that looked cool. Do you know what happened to it? And, Mm -hmm. and then finally it came out and then I hated it, but now I really appreciate it. So, um, yeah. So my defining moment is the Dr. Satan payoff. And it's the, you know, the, the beginning of this movie sets him up. Right where they're they're going through the murder ride, and uh, what do they say? Like he's um, he's doing this mad scientist stuff on people to like 
like create like yeah, super, super soldiers, super soldiers, yeah. right? Humans, super it's soldiers. so cool. And then the third act, you kind of forget about it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the third act pays that off where we see him doing that mad scientist shit in the tunnels and. Well, they ask about it. The Chris Hardwick and Rain Doctor Satan are like, "Do you know something about Doctor Satan?" And then you know the Firefly family's like, "Oh yeah, we do." Yeah. It ha- what what a cool name, by the way, Doctor Satan, yeah. right? And then after this movie's over, though, <laughs> I want a Doctor Satan prequel. Yeah, like Rob Zombie he said, he's that? done with the Firefly stuff, yeah. but like, show me that. Yeah. Show me Doctor Satan, how uh, you know he got with the Firefly family, the how they created the tunnels, like you know how well, they took over the house. Originally, the Doctor Satan was supposed to be Grandpa. Was Grandpa it? Otis? Yeah, it, that makes sense. I, like, I that's read their, into, but that, yeah, uh, part of I didn't the, think about like part that. of cool. Lionsgate, they wanted he had to cut out stuff because they had they wanted an R rating, and so he had to cut out a couple death scenes, the torture scenes, and that's different cool. things like that. I think it's more um, effective and then they, this they way. Cut, they changed the ending because. The whatever it was viewed one time, the uncut scene in Argentina, and then it was never seen again, and all of that footage is lost. Wow. The actual uncut, it's lost somewhere, and I'm that's quote, interesting. Lost somewhere. Hmm. Um, I love that though. Yeah. I love how it's just you kind of forget about him, and then she's going through the tunnels, and there he is, and you're like, yes. oh fuck. Well, because they they put them down in that pit, and there's all those like. They're not zombies that come up out of that. Yeah. They're they're actually like medical experiments. They're like the people that he's experimented on that are like fucking mutated and like. I think that's and that recording the, too that's yeah. playing as they, yeah, they go cool. down. It's like, oh my god! Um, and how effective is that? Just turn down the volume of something and oh, have somebody Jesus. mumbling and yeah, like, yeah. is it satanic? Is it not? Oh, Olivia has not. My daughter has not watched a lot of Rob Zombie. She watches a lot of horror films in this house, right? She watched uh, that and she goes, she goes, Dad. She goes, Rob Zombie don't fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Zombie don't fuck around. So Dr. Satan uh, payoff is my defining moment. What does Rachel say? Um, Rachel, sorry about that. I got lost on her thing. Rachel says the defining moment MVP attribute is I think Captain Spaulding is a defining movie. So good. And MVP. I'm not sure what that means. Most valuable player um, for Dr. Spalding. Yeah, Dr. Well, Spalding. I know what MVP means, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she said he was the defining movie and MVP in A House of a Thousand Corpses. He provides much needed comic relief throughout. It probably so. auto-corrected moments. Yeah. And oh, yeah. moment and movie. By the way, I, I love that Got award, it. though, because I think Captain Spalding is so good. Yeah. And he does add something to the film that without him, I don't know if it'd be the same film. I agree. Yeah. I'm wearing a shirt right now that says, um, you know, my cheap ass Halloween costume. Is that, did he wear that shirt or was that, um, that was his Tiny? friend. Yeah, that was his friend. Tiny? No, I think Tiny has that. Or, yeah, somebody has that. Yeah. By the way, it's Tiny's not Captain Spaulding. Tiny's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not Captain Spaulding, though. He doesn't have that. It's the okay. other guy. Cool ass shirt, though. Yeah, it is a cool shirt. All right, best director. Honestly, it's Toby Hoover. Okay. Uh, so, low budget uh, for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, long hours to. Like, get the most out of this equipment that they're renting. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I always think that's super cool. Um, you know, c- you know, cutting costs wherever you can. He paid uh, John Larroquette and Pot to narrate the intro yeah, of the movie. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I and again, like, I think that... And they got all paid, like, jack shit. Yeah. And I, and I, I really do think that... I know this is, like, again, this is kind of a legacy point thing. But again, like, he created something that's iconic. Whereas, yeah. like... I, I in many ways I obviously I think Rob Rob Zombie made a better movie, but Rob Zombie end of the day 
did exactly what you expected Rob Zombie to make. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And with, Rob Zombie not, did what Rob Zombie with, does. Yes. With $7 million more. Right. Yeah. Yes, with $7 million <laughs> more, he did exactly what you expect. And I, it's not that I don't like it, it's just that like you, you really took no risks in terms of your brand. like like yeah. You it, know what? I disagree is, with like the tunnels and stuff and the Captain Spaulding... You know, opening with the pit stop and, you know, the ending with the tunnels. Like, I do think he added to it, but I do agree with your assessment, yeah. though. Yeah. I'm going to agree. I think it's Toby. Um, I think that he created a genre-changing film that... And I probably will never get to give him a point for one of my other favorite horror movies, which is Poltergeist. Mm. And so, well, Spielberg directed that anyway. Well, there's debate <laughs> on that. <laughs> Uh, there's a, yeah. So anyway, I think it should go to Toby. Yeah. What um, about you, Brad? Everything you said, Nathan, um, hundred thousand dollar budget, you know, come on. Um, Rob Zombie had $7 million more. Uh, he was influenced by Toby Hooper, um, hot summer days. I, I heard it was like 115 degrees yeah. in the farmhouse. Right. Rotten meat. Can you imagine, you know, how that smelled? Um, so I have a, one of my next points is going to go to that. So okay. We'll, yeah, we'll talk um, about that. The, uh, the actor uh, who played Leatherface, is it uh, G- Gunner? Gunner. Gunner. Yeah. First paycheck for this shit was like $40. Yeah. $40. Which kind of but puts, he's an icon now. Yeah, which puts kind of oh, like the writer strike and actor strike into yeah. perspective, right? Um, yeah, I think, you know, Toby Hooper, I, I don't like this movie, but I think he gave the genre some balls mm-hmm. in the 70s. So well, and no, nobody's over. mentioned it, but he took a film about cannibalism. Mainstream? And made it, like, it's a mainstream movie. Yeah. How many sequels are there now? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, there's so many. The only good ones, according to, like, Rotten Tomatoes, are the first two. Other than that, yeah, Kyle Brown suck. loves um, Texas 2. 2, more yeah. than. And actually, so I, I agree with him, when actually. I started thinking about it and looking back, so I remember growing up, my mom's a huge horror fan, too, and that was the one I remembered, was number two. Yeah. Like, I didn't remember. I remembered a few scenes, the iconic scenes, the grabbing them off the porch that you've done with our daughter and some friends and things like that. But the more of the movie is number two, so I'd probably have to say I, I think I if like we did a two, two versus the classic one, I think two would have still came out on top I think tonight. two probably would have won. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go with Toby. Um, who You went with Toby also? Yeah. Okay. And Rachel says... The best director is Toby Hooper. He really went out on a limb to make a movie nobody had seen before and came with a whole new set of challenges. Yep. Yep. Good to go. All, All right. right. Clean sweep on that one, too. That takes us to wild card. Create your own category. So this is it's 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 basically the exact same thing I just said. Uh, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's groundbreaking, different, whereas House of a Thousand Corpses is, is super safe and standard. And it's like... That I just basically See, I don't said know if it's super safe thing. though. I don't think it's when I say safe, I just mean that it's exactly what you expect. Like, like I grew up listening to fucking White Zombie. Like, mm-hmm. Astro Creep 2000 is a foundational album. Like, this is just Astro Creep 2000, but you made a movie. <laughs> like, it's it is just that, and it I don't I don't think it aspires to be anything more than that, and it's just. That's what I mean. It's yeah. just that you, you, when I say safe, I just mean you just did what we expected you to yeah. do. Well, you so I, mean? I think like, we see a lot of redneck psycho shit now. Yeah. But I don't think anything beats House of a Thousand Corpses in the last 
15 years, 20 years, whatever it's been. Maybe. You don't think Cabin in the Woods with their zombies and different things in there? They have hillbilly zombies in it. I mean, that's hillbilly zombies. Nothing like, you know, now, just torture porn, hillbilly, redneck, psycho, cannibal shit. I haven't seen... What what are the two movies? The X and like yeah, it doesn't even touch. Oh even, no, I don't What's think her they name? touch. Yeah, X and the the girl. Yeah, only thing that touches Pearl? this Pearl, right? Pearl? X and I Pearl. I heard those are phenomenal. Yeah, nothing like. like so in my opinion, nothing, nothing like. like They're very this. interesting, but yeah, not torture. Yeah, okay. Only thing that yeah. touches this, Devil's Rejects. Really? Which okay. is Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Um, my wild card actually calling back to what you were saying earlier was um, the, so you know how much, I know how much you like it, but I also agree. I like practical effects. I like real masks and things. And I don't like this CGI crap people do nowadays. Um, I like it when it's actually real. So one of the interesting facts was that uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre used real skeleton bones. I know it's a That's budget cool, saver. Though. I know it's not unusual for movies back then to save money to do that. Um, but the thing was, it added, you said earlier, like Slaughterhouse and things like that. It added to the uh, filming of it because Toby Hooper is, uh, recalls and is quoted in saying that they had to light things differently back then and use a lot more lights. And so the lights actually heated the bones and cooked them. Mm, so then, and then they had real, like, real carcasses of animals. Yeah. And so it was really like a slaughterhouse smell so much. And the Leatherface couldn't go and wash yeah. his outfits and things to the point where he couldn't even stand to be in his own costume. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah. Like, that to me gets a wild card, like, putting up with the stench of real life death and decay to make a film. Yeah. That's freaking amazing. I read that there was like was one one person's costume was so covered in blood yeah. that by the end it was just like solid. Like wow. it was just that it's just like, oh God, that's so fucking gross. That yeah. is. Alright, my wild card is Legacy Point. Legacy <laughs> Point. Legacy Point. Ding, and, ding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the Leatherface Award. Uh, um, okay. Classic costume, man. Like I would dress up as Leatherface, and I probably will. It's pretty yeah. easy to do yeah. too. Like just like a butcher's yeah. apron. A I, I think I got the size shirt. too. I'm not as big as him, but I, yeah, I have broad shirt. shoulders. I think I could pull it off. Pull on some funky face mask with you yeah. know hair going a little yeah. crazy. Paint it. Don't Maybe put some lipstick on it. Don't care for the movie, but probably Mount Rushmore of villains, right? Yeah, Slasher, yeah definitely. You know, horror villains. Uh, this is a tie, though. Okay. 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 Um, I'm also going with House of a Thousand Corpses for being the best, and I'm going to stand by this, modern Grindhouse movie. Oh. Okay. And Wait a minute. Grindhouse horror movie, Grindhouse movie. Grindhouse movie. May, so I think uh, there's a conversation to be had about hobo, like, hobo with a shotgun. What? Yeah. You like it better than a Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez Yeah, so he, that's the movie? thing. That's the thing. You're okay? like... You're like have a hard on. So for that no, man. I love. Um, I have fun with Death Proof. Actually, I think Death Proof. Uh, I like more than a lot of people. Um, Planet Terror. Planet Terror. Whatever. I like Planet Terror. Okay, yeah. I love. I, I do really, too. Death Proof is actually in the middle for me. I've learned okay. to love that movie. It's a, it's a slasher movie with a car. Yeah, yeah you, know? you love that film. Yeah, but it's not Grindhouse. It's not true it's Grindhouse. Kurt Russell. They, they have, no, no, no. So Kurt Russell doesn't you know equal Grindhouse. It's you know. They have like a hundred million dollar fucking budget. Grindhouse is like a hundred thousand, like Texas Chainsaw, right? Mm -hmm. um, blood and you know, like gore and you know. I think 
House of a Thousand Corpses is the best modern grindhouse movie in the last 20 years when you're going balls to the wall. It's 7 million, but it's not no 100 million. I'm still waiting for my Thanksgiving Day movie, and then we'll decide. Yeah, no, I'm pumped about Thanksgiving, (laughs) but it's... This movie's a violent love letter to exploitation sleaze, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I don't think uh, anything else touches it, man. I think it's the best of the genre. Interesting. So I'm going with a tie, Texas Chainsaw, Legacy Point, and House of a Thousand Corpses. All right, that takes us to um, our next category. We've got Rachel. Oh, I'm sorry, Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Um, The What is More Annoying Award... Tie, oh <laughs> she gave God. the baby's fucking laugh in a house of a thousand corpses. I will have to agree. There was a couple times I'm like, "What is that laugh? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Sherry Moon, shut the fuck up!" No, so yeah, she um, is and then Sally's constant screaming, which you said oh in the God. dinner scene <laughs> for Texas <laughs> Massacre. Unnerving. Um, I would. I know uh, Rachel didn't add this, but I would add this. Or Franklin and his stupid Or Franklin and the raspberries. Or or honestly, I think the girls laughing upstairs that he is raspberrying at is even more annoying. So maybe a little bit more to Texas. Where's the keys? It's more annoying. And people are like, man, I'm I'm so scared. And I'm like, why? Are you not (laughs) watching the same fucking movie, motherfuckers? Oh my God. All right, that takes us to our next category, What the Fuck. Let's give a few runner-ups, and then we will give our main What the Fuck. Sound good? Sounds good. All All right. right. So uh, I just want to say and clarify, because, you know, I don't do very many of these verses, that What the Fucks don't count towards our points. They're just the moments in the films where, like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's been some debate okay. where it should minus, but I don't think we've ever right. latched on that. I think there's so many like honorable mentions and other things. I think it'd be hard to, because yeah. certain that, films have a lot of what the fuck. It's not always a negative. Yeah. It's not always a negative. It's Sometimes it's a really cool like, thing. It's oh like, my what God. the fuck? Like, yeah. yeah. You, you and I have had that conversation. Yeah. I think that's where we kind of, you know, have, have found ourselves, where it, sometimes it's just fun to talk about. It's it doesn't hurt the movie. Thing. So yeah. why, you know, bring that on as a negative? Right? So, so for an example, like, the house of a thousand corpses being the best little whorehouse in Texas, right? Like that's a kind of a like a what the fuck? Like that's yeah, so exactly, cool. but it's I not worth like the it. point. Yeah, yeah, it's just like that's really that's really cool. Like, yeah. So um, by the way, guys, my number one overpowers everything. So I don't have runner ups because I just want to talk have about runner, one. I don't have runner ups. Do you have any for house? Uh, for house? For house? I don't know that I have any runners up. For house. Okay. Okay. House? I mean, I guess for house, I would say, like, just thinking about it now, they didn't really develop. You had mentioned earlier they were medical experiments and things. And I feel like that wasn't, unless I watched follow up films and things like that, it wasn't really. Yeah, you're just kind of like... It's not discussed. I think it's just implied. Yeah, and so I'm just like, what? What's happening? Who are these people? Are they bad? Are they good? So are they actually like zombies? Like, is this actually like like, supernatural? That could be like like a what the... Because you have to... How do you survive? Yeah. And then... Well, you mentioned as well that like uh, the ending of this movie was heavily like altered, right? Yes. Like, so that's probably... There could have been more explanation Exactly. Um... And I didn't like that, like, the Otis, the brother, is more in charge of the family 
than the elder men of the family. Like, Grandpa and stuff was kind of a, in one of the scenes, he's like, shut the fuck up, and, like, tells Grandpa what to do, and that's right when the cops are, right before the cops are arriving and stuff, and he's, like, giving them the what for, and I'm like, respect your elders. What the <laughs> hell? That's not cool. You just showed Otis, <laughs> learn your place. Um, psycho killer, Okay. All right, that would be my. Okay, does uh, Rachel have any runner-ups? She has no. She has one. She's going straight to it. She's going straight to it. Texas Chainsaw runner-ups. So one of them would be. I don't know that I've ever seen like until you posted the, uh, like a like a theatrical trailer. Like I'm sorry, not a trailer, but like a poster for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it has that like who will survive and what will be left of them, which is super cool. But I know that because it's in a song by White Zombie on Astro Creek oh, 2000. that's cool. He, like, uses it repeatedly in a song. So, and I know that as a White Zombie lyric. You know what I mean? But then I saw that. I was like, oh, he got it from Texas Chainsaw. That's Shane's pretty cool, though. He was influenced yeah, like, way back. Oh, yeah, know? absolutely. By the way, guys, I fucking love Rob Zombie as just a, a figure. Like, you yeah. would think he would just be batshit fucking crazy. I've been listening to some interviews. And he's very intelligent. Absolutely. Very grounded. Like, the guy knows his shit. You would just think he's batshit crazy. Kind of reminds me of Alice so, Cooper. So you would be thinking he's more like a Marilyn Manson. Like a cousin he Wayne. has a persona <laughs> well, of somebody who's super out of control, but actually in the very background. Very centered. We met Alice yeah. Cooper at a yeah. horror. Super chill, isn't he? Super chill. Super nice guy. And yeah, Cross same, country same runner. Really. Yeah. Pushes yeah. kids to do well in school. All Don't judge stuff. a book by its cover. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Well, Well, and he was actually going to be one of the characters in this, like one of the big uh, dolled up characters, but he he said it looked too much like him, even with all the prosthetics. So, you know, that's kind of cool. You step out of your own movie. He could have done some like selfish, you know, stuff and he didn't. So if I have a real runner up, though, for uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's really just (laughs) this entire fucking movie plot. well really <laughs> the whole 30 first 30 minutes is pretty fucking stupid like but really what gets me is like where they're like hey let's pick up that hitchhiker and like oh they're showing this dude is like tweaking out on the side of the fucking where he's clearly psychotic and you keep driving with this motherfucker yeah you, he gets in the car and he's like I know I mentioned this before but he's like a fucking fentanyl addict and he's just like taking I, dude, the instant this dude takes a knife yeah. from someone, yeah, yeah, you yeah. pull over and you throw his ass the fuck out of the right? van. Right? Like, you like, there's fucking four of you, five of you. You fucking just wrench his ass out of the car. But they just keep going with it, and the, and then he like, it goes on again. It goes on way longer than it needs to yes. go on. So like, when do I get to talk about the not popular but? I think superior Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, that's a what the fuck from a lot of people, probably. Okay, so can I talk about it here? Go yeah. for it. Yeah. Okay, so the remake with Jessica Biel, like two in the two thousand. <laughs> By the way, she's fu- she would get a uh, wild card uh, oh, point of course for she she's would. fucking hot now. Yeah, Wife beater Jessica Biel. Oh Get out of here. God. Anyway, without that, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. So I think it's a better Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it takes a great story that Toby Hooper tried to do and it perfects it. I think the opening scenes and the shots with the buildup of like the story is better. I think the the acting is better. There's not the weird Franklin brother in a wheelchair. Why did he need to be in a wheelchair? I don't know. Like disability is cool. Yeah, like, you know, representation matters, but... 
what? In the 70s? I don't get it. Um, they still pick up someone and a hitchhiker and everything. I just think it's a better, and it's probably a what the fuck in a lot of people's minds, but I think it's a better Texas Chainsaw. R, uh, R Lee Ermy, is that his name? I forget his name. Yeah, okay, but yeah. From uh, Full Metal Jacket, mm-hmm. right? He's one of the, the crazy fucks in the oh, Michael yeah. Bay yeah. Texas Chainsaw. I agree with you, by the way. Oh my which gosh. I will get roasted, but I will take that we roast. We watched it right after we watched it because we're like, oh, really? is it any good? I and have so we seen watched it, but not it, for a long time. And it is so much better. It takes the script, it enhances it, it adds to it. All the things that I think the original was missing, yeah. it has. And then it, it keeps the scenes tight and sharp. I almost it put it in the Rotten the Halloween. It's good. That would have been good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can tell me, April, what the fuck. It's okay. I like it. Yeah. It's better. And for me, it's better. I and form your own opinion. If you like, you know, the original, like the original. If you like the remake, you know. Yeah. Um, I like that we can have these conversations. And I like that we can feel free to say things like that on this podcast. Oh, and yeah. not be like, oh, yeah, I like the original when you don't. I hate that, you know. Yeah. Like what you like, man. So my actual what the fuck, can I do No, that no, one? not yet. Not so yet. Okay. That, that'll go back to, so Rachel doesn't have one, right? Rachel runner-ups? doesn't have okay. any runner-ups. What's your number one? My Nathan? number one is... I read a lot about from the director and from a lot of people analyzing Texas Chains about the mm-hmm. meaning of Texas Chains of Massacre. Mm-hmm. That like that like Toby was talking about like it was a response to like the, the sentiment war. of the time of the war yeah. and the president and like that it was you know it's about rural America like lashing out at industry. It's about veganism and a rejection of progressivism oh, yeah, and yeah. you know the. Of the degenerate neuroses of the patriarchy, hmm. and it was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I missed it's all. It's a I... shitty fucking <laughs> 1970s slasher with a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, I was gonna say, I missed all that. There's no like, if you actually think that, then you literally sniff your own fucking farts. And like, I don't. I, there's no way, dude. Like, it's so pretentious. For a second, it's so pretentious. For a second, dude. I like, was like, you know, I was rubbing my my beard, my Keanu Reeves beard, and. I was like, I'm going to have to watch that again tonight. <laughs> but then I, I, I just, you know, I, I imagined Franklin. Yeah. And the screaming Blowing and the bad acting and the shitty movie. I was like, shit. fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, while you were talking, I'm looking up some different things. And did you know, and this is just a random fact that I did not know, the UK actually banned the release of Texas Chainsaw in their video stores and stuff back then. I knew that it was banned in a number of countries. Yeah, but I don't know the like UK the was one of it, and it was because of the uh, quote, <clears throat> defenseless. The film was refused certification because of its perceived degree of terrorism of women and the threat to defenseless women. Fuck okay. you. Sounds like some 2023 shit. That sounds okay. like some bullshit. What? All right, what's your number one what the fuck? Um, my number one what the fuck, and I think yours might be the same, but we'll see. I'll let see. you run with it then. We'll see. Describe <laughs> it well then. Okay, so we're coming to the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep, it's mine. The girl has gotten away. She's running down the road, <laughs> the nice dirt path, uh, the uncles or whoever the family members are chasing her down leatherface has got his saw and the, the scene you were talking the about earlier roll. waving it yeah. you can hear it it's kind of creepy she's screaming 
She comes upon a like highway country road and a semi truck driver stops. The Black Maria. And, yes. Yeah. The Black Maria is what it says on the side of his red semi, <laughs> uh, which looks like it's a hog semi or some kind looks of like animal an armored semi. Fucking fortress. No, it's, it, it's animal semi because it's got the crates like it would for like hogs uh-huh. or things like that. Um, and he goes and he gets her and he, he hoists her up into the cab of the truck and then they're safe. He climbs out the other fucking hold on, side. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They're safe. Yeah, because yeah. Leatherface is way down at the other end and then comes running. Nothing's up. wrong with the truck. Nope, yep. nothing's wrong. He hasn't. I I watched it a second time just to clarify. Yeah. He didn't get a flat tire. Nothing happened. Leatherface Leatherface didn't go in. He comes up and hits like, the door. The door and so like just drive you know, away. There, there's some yeah. scratches and stuff. Dude, put it in fucking drive and take off. No, he jumps out the side, then grabs a, a hammer or a wrench. I think it's a wrench. And then <laughs> oh, runs yeah. runs down the side of the truck. Of course, Leatherface <laughs> comes after him. And then he goes and the girl takes off running. Another truck pulls up. Well, hold on, hold on. So hold he on, throws the wrench. Hold on. Yeah. I'm getting this there. This is shared. We're shared. Okay. We're shared. He goes... And another truck pulls up. He turns around, sees Leatherface is still coming out. Motherfucker! Some big black gentleman. He turns around, throws the wrench. Leatherface falls down. (laughs) Takes the chainsaw that's still running. Cuts his leg. And then instead of getting in his fucking truck and going away, he continues to run. While she gets in the small truck. And drives off. I just, He's like, what to, the fuck, dude? You had a way to get away. Why the hell did you get out of your semi? To this day, rumor is... He's still running. He's still running. Still running. <laughs> Something, I, like, I just don't get it. He had all the power and control, and he gave it up, and, and what, what purpose did it serve? It didn't I heard he serve ran any purpose. Help. It still would have been okay if he just... Took off. The other truck was not needed. I just don't understand it. It is the shittiest ending. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's my biggest what Mine the too. fuck. It, that was a great shared story. I know. Yeah, Thank I know. you. All right. Yeah. Can I have one more before we go to Rachel? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's related to the running, right? Okay. How? Leatherface, Leatherface is a big guy, right? Like, how how much? You think 250, 275? Oh, yeah, I'd say at least two. Ryan Smith. Yeah. No, he's three hundred. Well, yeah, he's tall, so maybe he's maybe a, close to three hundred. Yeah. That the now I'm not talking about at the very end when she's super injured, but initially when he's chasing her. How how much do you think she weighs? She's like buck twenty five. Oh, oh like buck thirty at most. Yeah. 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 No shot. He catches her. No. No, no. shot, dude. No, no she's shot. not even wearing high heels. No. She. No shot, dude. <laughs> like this. Yeah. Like I was the whole time. It's like, dude, this dude is fucking. This dude's like three hundred pounds revving a fucking chainsaw <laughs> chasing her around. Dude, if he doesn't catch her in the first 50, 60 yards, she's gone. Yeah. yeah. Gone, he gets dude. a wrench like, to the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the face or just it hit? Yeah, it hit him in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, are we ready for Rachel's? Yep. Okay, Rachel's, which I love this and I have to agree. Um, it would have been a runner-up. Rachel, quote, I've never met anyone who wants to see his wife's boobs as much <laughs> and as bad as Rob Zombie. I think Sherry Moods on hot though. So she is cool. a good looking woman and but is it vanity that in every single movie that she's in, and we watched Lords of Salem. Which was gonna be a rotten Halloween nomination. We watched Lords of Salem. Though. I'm sure in Devil's Rejects. I haven't seen that, but I'm pretty sure she's in that she the baby character. She shows her ass and her tits all the effing time. Why? You got him, show him. I guess. 
Maybe, but yeah. I that, agree. Is, that is funny. Though. Rachel's like is what the fuck? Because it is true. It is so boobs. true. This yeah. yeah wants everyone to see his wife's boobs. I guess, or she the, wanted to share it. The only other person I can think of is fucking. It's Helen Bottom Carter and fucking uh, Tim Burton. Tim, yeah. Where like it's just like you, you have this thing where you just want to see Johnny Depp would make out with your wife in every movie. Like no. I think it's, it's a li- it's like big cuck energy. Like, yeah. I, I know, like, House of a thousand He's like, cucks. Look what I got. Hey. House of a thousand cucks. Oh, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe it turns him on. Love it. I don't know. It's his own porn. Who knows? They're into weird things. All right, that takes us to Ooh, our big one. Pour me some wine for this one. Yeah. Best picture, Nathan. All right. I mean it. I'm gonna pour. I'm sorry, but let me pour the wine. Okay. Ooh, that looks good. All right, there we go. So Francis Ford Coppola. So I know, like, we got a lot of shit for this. This was like people were people were fucking mad about that this that this even existed. This like, what are you thinking? This is a fucking blowout. Yeah, it is. For House of a Thousand oh! Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses is categorically better. And wait, you didn't have any tie? You have one, one tie, tie, so you only get one uh, point so for it's your only best one. These okay. last two episodes have been really interesting, right? Because now, you know, this one and then Felsafe versus Doctor Strangelove. How yeah. is Felsafe going to hold a candle to, yeah. to uh, Doctor Strangelove, right? Yeah. It almost did. And I did, like, why don't we say this a lot? Like, I get tired of hearing myself say this. Watch the fucking movie. Watch like, the fucking like, movie. It, there's no shot. You watch both of these movies no and you think Texas Chainsaw Massacre no is way. bad. There's no way, dude. I just don't think you're being intellectually honest if that's what you really that's what you really I, saying. Nathan, like, I don't understand <laughs> it. I don't. We'll talk about the poll later. I don't get it. Yeah. It's fucking nuts to me. All right, so mine was also House of a Thousand Corpses for all the reasons. I actually was surprised when I went down the list of um, Golden Idol categories how many I actually gave to Texas Chainsaw. Legacy? Legacy points? Some of them, yeah, like because of Leatherface. Some of them, you know, I gave uh, for the bones and like budget restraints Mm -hmm. and things like that and the time that it was filmed. Um but character, yeah, maybe character because is Leatherface itself just an iconic character or is it an actually good one? I don't know. We'll fish that out another day. But I was surprised. But overall, yeah, I think House of a Thousand Corpses takes uh, the the storyline and the formula that um, Texas Chainsaw presents and makes it be even better and adds yep. a little extra flavor. And I like yes. flavor. Perfect word. I like some seasoning yeah. on my cooking. Yeah. I think Texas Chainsaw is a crap movie. I do. And that's coming from, you know, you guys know me. I'm a huge horror fan. Probably one of the biggest horror fans in our group, right? Um, Texas Chainsaw, badass. How can you call yourself a I horror know, fan um, if you don't like this annoying movie? Annoying actors, annoying screaming. Third act doesn't make any fucking sense. We just ripped that apart. Um, I fucking hate the wheelchair guy. Um, it's a shit movie. Yeah. Fucking crap. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the horror equivalent to fingernails on a chalkboard for me. I hate this fucking movie. Rob <laughs> Zombie made a better movie um, through and through. Um, he didn't but get my best let's director. Let's go back to you didn't Because think of legacy. <laughs> you know. On original viewing, you didn't think House of a Thousand Corpses was good. So what changed it? I don't know. So, to, is it so, our age? so, no, so is it's, it... no, it's, it's, I am not a fan 
of torture porn. Mm-hmm. You know, like my favorite right. movie of all time is Fright Night. That's bubblegum. fun, Fucking, yeah. Fucking, like, you have a blast with that movie. Music, you know, sexy Chris Sarandon. Um, yeah, you know, practical effects. Sarandon. Kid Next Door fighting a vampire, right? <laughs> I'm not a torture porn kind of guy. I like fun with my horror, right? Yeah. But... We've been doing this for almost 10 years, right? Yeah. Like, we're, you're coming on, like, up, up to 10 years of Pantheon, right? I think so. Right? Yeah, this year's, what, eight? Season eight? It of might Pantheon? be, yeah. We've broken down so many movies, and I subscribe to the thought now that every uh, genre, you know, has a best movie. And I think Rob Zombie is owning Modern Grindhouse, man. And so then I was kind of like... You can definitely tell so when it's the Rob when, Zombie When film. I was younger, it was all Akira Kurosawa, Criterion, Nose Up in the Air, Spielberg, Tarantino. But I'm like, you know, I'm going to change my tune a little bit. Rob, Zom- I, Rob Zombie is adding some flavor mm-hmm. to a whole new generation mm-hmm. that, we're, that we're missing. Because people aren't making these kind of movies. Right. And I fucking respect that. Okay. I'm going... House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay. All right. Uh, Rachel also went with House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, She says, I honestly don't care for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I see where the cult following comes from. I found it dull, and honestly, it dragged on. Earlier, she said 20 minutes too long. House of a Thousand Corpses isn't perfect by any means, but I find it a lot more entertaining. House right. of a Thousand Corpses sweeps it for us. Throw your tomatoes at us. Just leave us our green beans. That's all I have to say. <laughs> all right. Any other comments before we take a break, Nathan? No, I'm like, we've been looking forward to this for years. Like, yeah. we've talked about this for a long time. I, Yeah, this is a great, great conversation. I was looking forward to it. Yeah, good. I'm loving this conversation. Yeah. Um, April, any other comments? Um, No, we'll come back with some quotes from the poll and everything else and see where we stand against them. All right, let's take a break. We will count the golden idols, and we will be right back with the results. All right, we are back. But before we crown tonight's golden idol winner, April, let's talk about the Facebook poll. What do you want to know about it? How many votes? Give me uh, me the numbers. All right, uh, so... Bottom to top. Bottom to top. So on the bottom of our poll, we then this, let's just go out there and say, this is one of the largest polls Videoland has seen with over 1.1 thousand votes uh, nice. just for two movies. That's pretty incredible in the short time span that we had it out there. House one of week. a Thousand Corpses, yeah. uh, 2003, had 432 votes. Nice, nice. Um, and then almost double, almost double, not quite, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974, had 705 votes. Boo! Crap movie! Watch the movie! So we'll get into why. I mean, we have a lot of different quotes from various people. Um, Heather Celeste, listen to House... House is one of my favorite horror movies of all time, but TCM, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, is a classic and is the inspiration for Rob's movie. So she's giving legendary points, right? But is it the Uh, best? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Melissa McKinney. Sorry if I didn't pronounce that correctly. uh, House of a Thousand Corpses all the way to me. Texas Chainsaw was just another Jason or Freddy movie, which they were based off of. Uh, Just super basic and super overdone. House of a Thousand Corpses 
on the other hand, had a few things that I don't see happening over and over again in all of these other slasher films, and the ending had me thinking, what the hell is going to happen next, which got me to like it even more. But that's just me. I look for different things in movies, and other people look for other stuff. Uh, we had Paul EMT, Texas Chainsaw, it's not even close. Andrew Utley, you mentioned earlier, this is like asking cake or death. Texas Chainsaw, exclamation. Sean Trout, sorry, I like Rob Zombie films, but to say House is better than Texas Chainsaw is crazy. That's my opinion. If you like House better, that's fine, but that's your opinion. I do like that, though. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. If you like it, you like it, man. That was a very PC way to put it. No, I like that, though. (laughs) Stacey Silver's Texas Chainsaw is one of the greatest films of all time, horror or otherwise. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) House of a Thousand Corpses is a great homage to everything Rob Rob loves about horror movies. I like them both, but they are not comparable. Texas Chainsaw is an entirely different league than House of a Thousand Corpses. Couple more. Matt Krieger, again, sorry if I mispronounced. Love the Rom Zombie acid trip of serial killers. However, Texas Chainsaw is a perfect horror movie. Wow. He used the word perfect. Rob Larson, this would be like could Fred Rogers beat Mike Tyson in their prime? What a waste of ones and zeros. Mike Smith, <laughs> this isn't even a fair fight. Will Hatch, Texas Chainsaw is one of the few horror movies that actually terrified me when viewing with virtually no gore. Watch it when you're not five. And my final quote, Sailor Cambry, again, hopefully I pronounced that correctly. I cannot be asked this question. I will always pick House of a Thousand Corpses. Nice. And so we're Look ending on that. Look at the smarts on that one. Yeah. And, and then uh, I think Brandon Folk from our group said that oh. you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And yeah. Kyle Brown said he liked Texas, Texas two, Chainsaw 2. Which I agree. Which then Brandon replied to, you're the person that claps on airplanes when they land. You know what, Brandon? You're right. I do. And I did when I landed last week in Vegas. All right. So I know our opinion on that. I think I know Nathan's. Nathan, what do you, so what do you think when you hear all that, man? I think it's, it's a w- perfect movie. I think it's it's fucking really disingenuous. Like <laughs> it, you, I don't know. I cannot imagine that anyone really thinks that. It, but but they did. Any, like that, that you have watched it. This is just a recently. handful of quotes. I mean, I, I don't disagree that they've watched it recently. I don't think they have. I, th- I think yeah. they're remembering and they're going along with the cult following. I think I got a message, Nathan, that said, Brad, I didn't even know this person, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and get fucked. <laughs> they did not. Did it, they it really? something like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The, I can't imagine. Like, everything that, and I gave it the most points that I ever made at the table, but even yeah. I, like, it was tied in the end. Yeah, and I gave it way more yeah, than yeah. I thought. How many did you And give they it? were six. And they were all, like, legacy. None of the, like, very few things I think that it was, like, if you were breaking them down. I thought the house was maybe better, but you know what I mean? That's yeah, yeah, subjective, yeah. really. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know what I mean? Like, it, Do you want to watch Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre again? Absolutely not. But I think There's if no I watched House not. of a Thousand Corpses, I could learn something. That's a great thing about a great film, right? Is that you can watch it over and over again and see nuances or different things that you didn't see in the first viewing. 
I think I've seen everything that Texas Chainsaw has to offer. We watched it twice. House. Right. And I think House has more to offer. Like every little scene you can pull apart. There's so much going on. And I know that's part of the pleasing aesthetic or the pleasing qualities of Texas Chainsaw Massacre that it's it's quiet. It's mundane. It's like really small and sure. little. And I get that. I don't want that. I want the over the top. I want to think. And maybe I am desensitized to all the horror films. And that's okay. Because Rob Zombie delivered. And he, he allowed delivered, me. Man. He allowed me to have a film that I could watch multiple times. And not my favorite subgenre oh, it's of not. horror. This would not be a normal film that I would be like, oh, let's watch it. My favorite horror movie of all time is Halloween. John Carpenter. Like, I, I, and you don't even like Halloween. I don't love it the way that people yeah, love yeah, yeah. it. Like, and I understand that. I, I have certain reasons why I love it. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... And, but I do have to give some credit, like I said earlier, to Toby Hooper about Poltergeist. That's probably one of my second one, and But that's just come nostalgia, maybe. God damn. I hope our Rotten Halloween episode is as good as this. Because this is fire. This is fire. I I'm mean, enjoying it's this definitely going to get All something right. going. So... So we have our poll result, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We know who won that. Who won the table conversation tonight? I mean, I think it's pretty clear if you've been listening at all. Uh, outside of Nathan, who tied uh, both movies equally, um, Rachel, you, and I ran away with House of a Thousand Corpses. It came away as a winner almost double the score of wow. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right, so it's time for the big question. Does uh, House of a Thousand Corpses... I almost said Texas Chainsaw because it's ingrained, right? Like engraved in my mind. Yeah. Um, and the poll would say, it is Pantheon, Brad. How dare you even yeah. ask something yeah, no. of a cult classic. Are you a dumb fuck? A genre-changing, genre-mind-bending yeah. film. Yeah, so does House of a Thousand Corpses deserve Pantheon? Nathan, what is Pantheon? A Pantheon is the house of the gods. It's with the best the best movies of all time, or if not the best movies of all time, movies that everyone needs to see, they need to experience, they need to be familiar with, yeah. How does the back door work? The back door works is, is basically... So, That's fitting with so, Rob Zombie and Sherry Moon. So we all get a nomination every year. We can nominate a movie, but a movie can go in through the back door, so to speak, through an episode. If we all agree that it, it's Pantheon, or at least that it should be considered, we can say so at the table, and it'll go up, and it, it kind of gets backdoored for discussion. I love these rules, don't yeah. you? Love them. You made them, didn't you? I did, I did. So pat on my back. <laughs> no wonder you love them. Yeah. Um, I'm going to kick it off, and I'm going to say no. Oh, wow! Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say it's okay. a good film. It is fun. It's great to watch. I don't think it's a pantheon house of the gods. Put it on the top shelf. Make everybody who comes into my house watch it. Type of film. Okay, I'm so it's done then for the night. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna end it. It doesn't no. mean it's not pantheon. So if you're listening and you're like, man, this is fucking pantheon. Doesn't mean it's not. Just it's shut down for tonight. Yes. Okay? Yes. I'm gonna say this and. See if I change your mind. Okay. Okay? Maybe you could. If you could beat the living fuck out of a classic like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think you got I a mean, horse in I the think, race. I think I, the way Nathan's body language is going, I think he agrees with me. 
It's a great we'll film, see. but it's not Pantheon. I think if you can beat the living fuck out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know I'm Chainsaw very particular Massacre. about my Pantheon yeah. movies. If you can beat the, the, the living snot out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think... I named myself the queen of no in our Pantheon like. Group. Let me ask you this. Is there a because better psycho redneck cannibal movie? No. I don't know enough about the genre, and I don't care to, so that's a different subject for I created Pantheon. Day. I think Pantheon should be, you know, a, a place for all genres. It's not my favorite subgenre, okay? But I think, you know, respect. Respect. Am I willing to let the, the council consider it? That's what you're asking. I'm saying yes. Let, let's you say see what, what you Nathan want. Says. Let's see what I'll, let, I'll let history see if it's even decide. An issue. I'm saying yes. Okay. It's, it's not an issue. It's not an issue. I, I don't, he says no. I like House of a Thousand Corpses. Is it the best grindhouse horror? Is it the best crazy psycho hillbilly, hillbilly story? Cannibal I don't know. I, I There are certainly other films have this same formula. There's Resident Evil games that have this formula. The that there's there's everything. <laughs> So, if it can be, let me let's debunk the first point. If okay. it, is it, if it is, be, if it can kick the shit out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, should it be considered? No, because Texas Chainsaw Massacre is dog shit. It is. Shit. It's. I mean, like I, most films, I think could beat Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I don't. Think, <laughs> so I don't think that, that think is a only high thing enough has, bar. I think the only thing Texas Chainsaw has is it was in its time, in its day, groundbreaking. And yeah. all, like you said earlier, most of your points, Brad, were legacy points. Yeah. It wasn't because it was a better film. It was because what it did for the genre of yeah. horror films and but, slasher flicks. But I, I think I like the point that you made earlier, Brad, where you had said like, okay, well, like Jaws was groundbreaking too. And it's still the best movie of its kind. Yeah. You know, Die Hard was groundbreaking. It's still the best movie of its kind. Texas Chainsaw might might have been groundbreaking, but, but it's not the best. It's but it's best, not yeah. the best of its kind. Yeah. It's yeah. different. Like yeah. yeah, you you could have done something first. And my ears are open, but yeah. I think House of a Thousand Corpses is the best. It, I mean, I I am kind of with you, so, April. I would need to maybe dig into that. Yeah, but yeah. Like, yeah. maybe we will uh, next year. We'll yeah. do like a, a modern grindhouse, and we'll yeah, see. Yeah, that would be fun. We'll see yeah. who comes out. I mean, that sounds interesting, but I still like our Stephen King marathon we were kicking around. So. Yeah, so next year we're thinking about doing just a Stephen King rotten. Right, so, yeah. Pet Cemetery, so many Stephen yeah. King movies. Are uh, Graveyard Shift, Silver Bullet, and Sleep he's the Walkers. king of horror. So like, yeah, that'd what? be fun next year. But anyway, yeah. so it's shut down for the night. What does Rachel say? Oh, I don't even know. Did Rachel uh, she comment told me on before that? I left, she okay. Said no. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say. <laughs> so I don't think what she sent us. Yeah, she didn't even say anything I'm, about Pantheon consideration. So she I'm gonna no. spend only like 20 seconds on this. Okay. How much of that is programmed within us, though? That that you know, Texas Chainsaw is superior, and House of a Thousand Corpses, Rob Zombie, Rob Rob Zombie is lesser. So in my mind, if that has nothing. That doesn't factor at all. Yeah, it doesn't. Factor I just for me don't. At all. Think, okay. I appreciate House of a Thousand Corpses. I appreciate what Ramba Zombie did, as you can see from my points and everything that I did. I just don't think it's one of the criteria that uh, Nathan said earlier. It's the film that you think everybody should see. Well, and so view. you know, and I don't. So not everyone's gonna. Um... You know, subscribe to this kind of movie. And I get that. I just, I, and maybe because I'm not super familiar with this subgenre, I don't know if it is the best of its kind. It would get defeated by the council anyway, just because yeah. this is yeah. not, um, 
you know, uh, a movie that a lot of people want to watch. Yeah. And I think it would get defeated easily. But yeah. anyway, I just want to say for the history books, man, I do want to give some it. love and respect to Rob yeah. Zombie for a subgenre yeah. that I don't like. I in no, general. and I'm I'm absolutely with you on that. I'm not I'm not willing to go to Pantheon yeah. for okay. it. But like, but yeah, is it a movie that I that I'll go to bat for? Yeah, like I'll still okay. a good fucking movie, man. Like, and I think so now more than I did, and I seen this a fucking million times but yeah like it's still good on a rewatch yeah it's yeah all right so that's a wrap guys no kick up tonight um any other comments nathan i don't no. april trick-or-treat bitches oh nice <laughs> all right let's close this motherfucker down as always, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. Nathan, where can Videoland find you? You can just find me on the Facebook, Adventures in Videoland. No monsters in madmen.com or anything? I didn't think of one ahead of time. <laughs> I mean, go fuck your mama.com. Oh, go, is that a thing? I don't go know. Go fuck sure your mama.com. All right, no, they can find me. Uh, actually, c- upcoming uh, September 23rd, Lafayette Roller Derby is having a game here at the Tippecanoe County Fairgrounds. Woo-woo. Come out and see us. What, what? All right, you can find me on Facebook as Brad McBoom. You can also find me on TikTok, I guess. Um, yeah, why is that TikTok, that Instagram. So nasty. You sound so old. Yes, and uh, the website. <laughs> Check out the website. Adventuresinvideoland.com. Um, There's a lot of cool shit. To criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people. Peace out. Peace out. Peace <laughs> out.